0: All right, wrestling fans, this is Southern Dynamite. If you've been paying attention the last two weeks, you know what's coming this week. Round three of the best of three series of the cage war between Jarrett and Rolando Freeman and his spectaculars. This week's shorter card to make sure there is time for that. Five matches on the card. Two title matches As Dan Spivey defends the television title against Bugsy McGraw and the world tag team champions find themselves with an open invitation challenge for the titles this week. So let's get right into it. Television title on the line, Dan Spivey defending against Bugsy McGraw and they brawl throughout the match. Bugsy gets frustrated with Spivey and throws him out of the ring. Bugsy tries to keep Spivey outside the ring. Spivey climbs onto the ring apron. Bugsy snaps his neck across the top rope. Spivey slams back into the guardrail. He hits his head hard and is unable to make Nick Patrick's count. Although he loses the match by countout, in a time of 7 minutes 41 seconds, Dan Spivey is still your television champion. Bugsy walks off with the title belt, though, after Patrick raises his hand in victory. Next match, Fabulous Freebirds facing off against Longtime rivals, Honky Tonk Man and Iceman King Parsons. And the Freebirds have a great match against them. Iceman gets the upper hand, though, after Gordy accidentally nails Hayes. Iceman gets the pin after the blunt thump on Gordy. In a time of 6 minutes, 18 seconds. So that Honky Tonk Man and Iceman King Parsons are your winners. Another tag team match, Tony Blanchard and Chris Candido. Facing off against Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert and Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels. The four men have a great battle with each other. Cannon tries to get involved in the match, but Missy makes sure that he is distracted throughout the match. Her distractions also distract Tully, so that Gilbert can pull a chain out of his tights and knock Tully out with a quick right hand. Gilbert gets the pin in the time of 7 minutes 51 seconds. Your winners are Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels, and Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. Finishing off a tag team trifecta here. World tag team titles on the line. New Age Outlaws, after a hard-fought match last week, find themselves in the semi-main event once again in an open invitation. This week, the World Tag Team Champions from Mexico's Lucha Libre challenged the Outlaws for the PWA World Tag Team titles. Octagon and Psychosis, two of the greatest Mexican wrestlers, have come to Milwaukee to try to take the titles away. The challengers put up a great fight with many high-flying moves. The Outlaws take the match to the outside. The Outlaws double-team Psychosis in order to get an advantage. Octagon tries to make a save, but Gunn takes him out by running him into the ring post. Armstrong takes Psychosis back into the ring and drills him into the ring apron with the pump handle slam to get the pin to retain the titles in a time of 34 minutes, 54 seconds. The New Age Outlaws are still your world tag team champions. Best of three. This is round three. So with the best of three, Cage War Series tied at one apiece. The Spectaculars and Jared's gang want to up the ante. As I stand with the New Age Outlaws congratulating the champions for a successful title defense against a great team, both Jared and Rolando approach the interview desk. With the Outlaw's help, I make sure the situation does not get too volatile. Both Jarrett and Rolando want to make this last cage war to actually mean something. They want every member of the winning team to have an automatic title shot at any title they want. I agree with the added stipulation. Jarrett and Rolando leave in opposite direction, satisfied that their side will soon hold all the titles in the PWA. This week, the Spectaculars win the coin toss, giving them the advantage throughout the match. The metal detector from last week is still in place, but no one causes it to go off. Both sides seem to want to make sure that there is no asterisk on their victory. The entire match runs smoothly for the first 11 minutes. As Scorpio comes out as the last member of Jarrett's gang, he refuses to enter the cage. Wildcard descends from the rafters and lands on top of the cage. Scorpio signals to him, and Wildcard produces a baseball bat from his trench coat sleeve. He slides the baseball bat through the cage roof to Jarrett. Jarrett starts to chase the spectaculars with the bat, but they keep running into their opponents. Wildcard continues to produce weapons from his trench coat, giving them to Jarrett's gang. One such weapon was a rope given to Kendall which he used to tie Brickhouse up and apply a figure four leg lock. Brickhouse frantically flails around submitting to anyone who will listen. However, Scorpio still hasn't entered the cage to make the submission count. As Jarrett's gang takes out all the spectaculars with baseball bats, kendo sticks, and other such weapons, Rolando ends up being the only one left on his feet. Jarrett leads a three-on-one brutal beatdown on Rolando as Kendall drags the rest of the Spectaculars out of the cage by the rope. Scorpio tosses each member of the Spectaculars he receives into the cage wall and then over the guardrail. When it is only Rolando left in the cage, Scorpio signals Wildcard one last time. Wildcard walks to the edge of the cage and produces a roll of duct tape from his trench coat. He drops it into Scorpio's hand as the rest of Jarrett's gang drag a bloody Rolando to the corner with the cage door. Scorpio rips off a large piece of duct tape and places it over Rolando's mouth. As PG-13 whip Rolando across the ring, Scorpio finally enters the cage to officially begin the match at the 21 minute mark. Nine minutes after he was announced. As a final indignity to the Spectaculars, Wildcard hooks two large Bundy cords to the top of the cage door. He slides the other ends into the cage where Scorpio attaches them to the top of the cage door on the inside. Wildcard ascends back into the rafters. With the door sufficiently secured, Jarrett's gang turn their attention on Rolando. With his mouth already duct taped shut, Jarrett wraps Rolando's wrist around the top rope with the duct tape. Rolando is brutalized by strikes from kendo sticks and baseball bats. He desperately cries out, but none of the referees can recognize a submission from him. Finally, after more than 10 minutes of brutality, Jarrett rips the duct tape off of Rolando's mouth. When Tommy Young asks him, Rolando screams that he does definitely submit. Jarrett's gang celebrates in the ring. I appear on the Jumbotron and congratulate Jarrett and his gang on winning the Cage War series. The rest of the Spectaculars try to pry the cage door open. Nick Patrick and David Manning work to get Rolando free from Jarrett's duct taping. And my congratulations I say that every member of Jarrett's gang will receive a title shot for any title they desire. But those title shots won't happen until November. No one wanted to stay around to hear that before the match started. So yes, Jarrett's gang gets to have title shots at any one title that they want, they just have to wait three months, almost, well, two months, until October. That leaves them quite peeved, but, again, I'm the booker, I'm the promoter, I can basically do what I want. All right, so we end the Cage War series with Jarrett's gang finally on top, but does this end the war between these two not by a long shot you've got another month of matches with these guys because the spectaculars will not accept defeat and Jarrett and his guys are more than happy to give them another fight and we'll see how that works out next week as we are back in the united center for Pro Wrestling America. But until then, this is Southern Dynamite, the promoter of your favorite fantasy wrestling on the internet, Pro Wrestling America. Thanking you, and we will see you next week.